This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. In today's episode, we will explore the broader sense and context of the word brahmacharya. So if you watched or, or listened rather to um, a previous episode, it was much more filled with mature content. This, this one is not going to be like that. So this is a, a perfectly acceptable podcast for all audiences because uh, the concept of, of brahmacharya is uh, really is quite broad. Um, it tends to be you know, narrowed, um, and people translate it, you know, in a very specific and particular way. But in doing some some reading about this, the general sense of the word brahmacharya, which is um, coming from the the yogic perspective, uh, yogic philosophy, is the idea of the right use of our energies. And so, in general, today the question I have for you is. Are you using your energy correctly? Where is your energy going and are you making right use of it? I think it's very interesting that both uh, in yoga and also with Buddhism, this concept of of right use uh, comes up repeatedly. And so, you know, the right use of our words, um, you know, the, the, the right use of our energy. Um, these are themes that um, are very common, both in Buddhism and uh, in, in the yogic system. And so energy, I think in particular, is, is very fascinating because energy is something that we all possess, right? Without energy, we wouldn't be alive. And yet it's something that is all around us. Uh, energy is something it's something that's so interesting to me as a high school chemistry teacher. You know, energy—it's—it's um, it's different than matter, right? So energy doesn't have mass and it doesn't take up space. And so we consider anything to be matter, which has mass—that is, you know, it weighs something or it has stuff to it—and it takes up space, right? And energy does not doesn't do that, right? But energy and matter can be, um, one can be transformed into the other. And, and this has just always been really interesting to me. Now, I am certainly a layman when it comes to physics. Uh, I'm, you know, I would even consider myself a layman when it comes to chemistry, even though I'm a high school chemistry teacher, we barely scratched the surface of, you know, the incredible physical universe. And so uh, by no means am I an expert, but it's an area that intrigues me and, and where I'm always trying to learn and grow, um, certainly because I, I am teaching it and because it's of interest to me. And so, you know, I find it very interesting that energy is all around us. Energy is a part of us, and yet energy is not us. Um, energy is a part of living systems as well as non-living systems. That's very interesting to me just in general. Um, so when we're talking about using our energy, there's this interplay between, you know, using energy and obtaining energy. And uh, we have to obtain energy, and we do that in various ways. Um, you know, in the in the uh, most basic sense, we do that when we consume food, right? Um, 
And so, you know, we're acquiring energy so that we can use it to do something. Energy is the capacity to do work. That's uh, at least one of the definitions of energy that I'm fond of and share with my students. Energy is the capacity to do work. So without energy, we can't do anything. We can't accomplish anything. And so, you know, we have to both obtain energy and use energy. And so there's this sort of um, both expenditure... Uh, right, as well as collection, uh, so to speak. You know, there's there's income and there's outgo. And so, how are you managing your energy? You know, are you giving your energy away inappropriately, in a manner which does not serve you and your highest purpose, in a manner which is not really good for everyone else, right? I have a particular class this year filled with students who I love very much. And I mean that sincerely. I do. I love them. They're sweet kids. But they take and take and take and take from me. And I have a really hard time. Um, It's just a personal struggle. I have a hard time not giving and giving and giving and giving until I break down. And so this year, which is now a little over 25% of the way complete uh, this school year, I was wondering why Toward the end of the day, and we're on an A-day, B-day block schedule, so if you don't know what that means, uh, you know, basically we have really long classes, about an hour and a half long, and so I only see my students every other day. So we have an A-day and a B-day, of course. And so I was wondering on my B-days why I was I was feeling so much more tired and run down at the end of the day than on my A-days. And uh, particularly the last period of the day, eighth period, why was I feeling so run down? And then I looked, seventh period is my class filled with these students that are just a little bit extra needy. And, um, And I give, and I give, and I give, and I give, and I give. And it was very interesting too, because when I thought about this, I thought, I don't really know what it is about that period that is like they're taking more energy from me or that I'm giving more energy to them. Okay, I'm not sure exactly what that expression is. Am I talking louder? Am I speaking more? Am I moving around the room more? I don't know exactly what it is, but what I do know is that I'm giving more and or more is being taken from me. More energy is being used so that by the time I get to eighth period, I am wiped out. And so I've been thinking about this because... I started to have some uh, winter allergies kicking in here. It's not yet winter, but some fall allergies this time of year. I tend to get a runny nose and a postnasal drip, and it makes me feel really, you know, kind of run, run down. And so I was starting to feel that way. And, it, you know, it's amazing, right? When you start to not feel as well, that's when you start looking at things, right? When there's a problem, it causes us to stop and to evaluate. This is why crises can be so important and valuable in our lives. Because until we hit a point of crisis, for many of us, we'll keep going and keep going and keep going, even if what we're doing is not working, is not serving us, and is not serving uh, the community at large. But these points of crisis where we begin, and even small crises, where we begin to feel it, 
it a little bit. We feel the drag. We feel the pain. We feel, you know, the pull. Um, those are the times that we start to evaluate things. So I was evaluating from the standpoint of brahmacharya um, the use of my energy. Where is my energy flowing? Where is my energy going? And what is it doing? And is it accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish? You can spin your wheels and spend all of your energy and not accomplish what you want to. So working hard and expending all of your energy does not guarantee success. And so we have to look at where our energy is going and where we're spending it to see if it's giving us the outcome that we want. Again, I shared with you here on the podcast, one of my favorite quotes by Sadhguru is, unless we do the right things, right things will not happen for us. So we can want something to happen, but unless we perform the right actions and activities and do the right things, we won't get that result. So if we want to lose weight, but we don't modify our diet or exercise or anything like that, then we're not going to get that outcome, right? Nothing is going to change. So in order for something to change, we have to make a change. We have to do something. Um, unless you do the right things, right things will not happen for you. And so if we're not spending our energy wisely, then the things that we want to accomplish may not happen or they might take longer. We might be wasting our energy, which is quite precious. I heard uh, some years ago that Richard Branson... Um, he basically focuses on three things, uh, or at least at one time in his life, he was just focused on three things. And if something, you know, came up that did not agree with these three things that he was totally focused on, he said no. And uh, the story, if I'm remembering the details correctly, was that uh, someone wanted him to speak at a conference. And so, you know, they, they tried to get in touch with him. You know, they said, hey, we're going to offer you, you know, this amount of money. It was a pretty substantial amount. And he said no, because it didn't align with those three things that he was totally focused on. So they came back and they offered him more money. They offered him more money. And he said no. And, you know, if I'm remembering the story correctly, I think he turned down several, several hundred thousand dollars just to appear and speak for 30 to 60 minutes at a conference. And, you know, we, we would look at that and go, oh my gosh, he's crazy not to do that. But I think that, um, that that's that's a pretty incredible commitment to using your energy and saying, look, I'm focused on these three things. Now, others outside might say you're just being stubborn, you're just being foolish. But I think that someone who can really hold to that type of commitment is using their energy correctly. They say, these are the things I value. These are the things I'm focused on to the exclusion of these other things. Right now for this season, these are the things I'm focused on and this is where my energy is going. So do we have that kind of commitment to the right use of our energy? Would we be willing to say no to something that sounds really great on the surface if it was not a right use of our energy? I know that for me, for much of my life, energy has sort of come at a premium. Uh, energy has been something that I've had to manage quite a bit. I have a genetic condition where fatigue is very commonly reported for individuals like myself who have, um, I have what's called Marfan syndrome. Um, I don't have classical Marfan, it's a variant, and so I don't have um, all of the different expressions of the disease. But anyway, um, but I am diagnosed as having Marfan syndrome. 
and I do struggle with fatigue. And, um, and so that's been sort of an ongoing battle for me. And, and perhaps that's why Brahmacharya has been such, you know, of, of so much interest to me is that I've, I've had to manage my energy so carefully. And I would just say for you, if you feel like you have fountains of energy, just nonstop energy, that's phenomenal. But we can still waste it, right? You, you can be a billionaire and waste your money. I mean, you can still waste just because you have a surplus is what is what I'm getting at. Just because you have a lot doesn't make it okay for you to waste it, right? In fact, we look at people who have a lot of financial resources, you know, billionaires and multimillionaires, and we expect that they're going to use that money, or we at least hope that they're going to use that money correctly to do the right things, to accomplish the amazing good that they can with those financial resources. And in the same way, we've all been given Given these reserves of, of energy, or at least a portion of energy each day, that we have to choose what we're going to do with it, how we're going to budget it, and how we're going to use it. And so, um, you know, in the broadest sense of the word brahmacharya, I hope that you will um, use your energy rightly um, from here on out. And just remember this concept of brahmacharya. I just recently slapped a rubber band around around my wrist, just sort of wearing it as a bracelet, um, just to help me remember this concept of brahmacharya too. Um, just as a, you know, just a quick reminder that I need to be careful how I'm using my energy. And so maybe you want to do something like that as well. Um, maybe you want something with you that can remind you to use your energy um, correctly and in the best way possible. I encourage you to do that. You know, one common thing um, that I've heard people do is to keep something in their pocket. And by keeping something in their pocket, um, anytime they put their hands in their in their pockets, um, you know, it's it's a reminder that it's there. Again, I'm I, you know wearing something around my wrist. You could wear a necklace. Uh, you could have a stone or something that you carry with you. Write something down. Put it in your purse or wallet. Endless ideas, right? You can put something on your bathroom mirror or on the mirror in your car, but somewhere that you know frequently you're going to see it, and it's going to remind you to use your energy in the best way possible. So. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success, my friend. I thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed to the Dude Fuel podcast, I hope you'll do that. I'm Cody Ray Miller, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Be well, my friend.